When we're struggling with any kind of highly charged emotional problem in life, it can be enormously tempting to become consumed by this problem rather than looking for solutions. To spend most of our time complaining about the problem, identifying it in greater and greater and greater detail, without actually learning about, and more importantly, implementing any real solutions to this problem. So in today's video, I'm gonna offer a bit of tough love to anyone struggling with retroactive or obsessive jealousy. Some of you watching may hate this, but most of you hopefully won't. But either way, I think this is an important message for anyone struggling with retroactive or obsessive jealousy. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive and or obsessive jealousy in their relationships. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. And if you'd like more videos like this on topics associated with retroactive and or obsessive jealousy, please let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you're subscribed to my channel. And while you're at it, leave a comment beneath this video with your question or your comment on what I'm sharing today. There's an old principle or an old-ish principle in a lot of personal development and sort of success, shall we call it, literature. Think like the old school Tony Robbins and all those guys. And the basic idea is anytime we have a problem in life, whatever it is, we should spend about 20% of our time identifying the problem, getting in touch with what it is and trying to really figure it out. And the other 80% of our time should be devoted to implementing and testing out real solutions to this problem. So if you visit many YouTube channels, for example, related to, I don't know, men's rights or divorce rights or family law courts, or dating, or relationships, or whatever it is, you'll find that this ratio, this 80-20 ratio, has been reversed. Quite frequently on these channels, only around maybe, if you're lucky, maybe 20% of the content is devoted towards solutions, and at least 80% of the rest of the content is complaining and whining and spinning wheels in the mud and drama and all the rest. I hope if you've been watching my channel for a while, you realize that I've really made a conscious effort to make this channel be different. I don't wanna just be talking about retroactive jealousy all the time without implementing real solutions, without offering real solutions to you. Because what's the point? If you're struggling with this problem in life, my guess is you don't wanna be struggling with this in one year, two years, 10 years, six months. My guess is that if you're watching videos like this, most of you, actually want to put this problem behind you. You don't want to be watching this video or watching videos like this in 10 years, still struggling with retroactive jealousy. Anyone who read my first book, Overcoming Retroactive Jealousy, or anyone taking my introductory course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast, I'm sure a link will appear above if you're interested in that. The course is overwhelmingly filled with solutions. Same with my first book, Overcoming Retroactive Jealousy. Solutions take up about 80%, if I were to guess, 75-80% of the book, rather than just identifying and discussing and complaining about the problem in endless and, in my view, unnecessary detail. My basic point is I try to gear all my work towards not being a victim, towards taking proactive steps, towards realizing our own personal power in any moment, even in the most hopeless situations. I always come back to the maxim from Stoic philosophy that I found so useful in my own life over the years. Focus on what is within your sphere of control and disregard everything else. Anytime, anytime you're struggling with a problem in life, this maxim is applicable. Focusing on what is within your control and disregarding the rest. But again, you'll find that in my view, so much content around relationships and personal development, it's exactly the opposite. 
Everything is focused on, you know, the other people that are the problem or society that's the problem or all these things that are external to the person having the problem. But again, there's a good reason for this and it's a cynical reason, but it's a reason nonetheless. For many people, being a victim feels really good. They like this phenomenon of being a victim because when you define yourself as a victim and nothing else, it gives you permission to be lazy or at least many people look at it that way. I'm a victim of these things. I'm a victim of my ex-girlfriend. I'm a victim of my partner. I'm a victim of my parents. I'm a victim of the dating market. I'm a victim of modernity. And on and on and on and on. Unfortunately, one of the many lessons that I have learned since I started doing this work in 2013 is that not everyone who struggles with problems like retroactive jealousy, like obsessive jealousy, actually wants solutions. And I learned this the hard way. I answered God, I don't even know, thousands and thousands and thousands of emails in the early days of my blog, retroactivejealousy.com. I was literally, I mean, one of maybe the only site <laughs> devoted to retroactive jealousy at that time. There was just a tiny, tiny, tiny handful of people talking about this issue. And I felt a tremendous obligation to respond to as many of these people as I could. And one thing I learned towards just giving free advice and, you know, investing thousands and thousands of hours of my free time doing this is that many people weren't really invested in their own healing. They weren't really interested. They kind of just wanted to spin their wheels in the mud and complain and whine and call their partner names and not take any real action. They kind of just wanted to stay in this victim mentality because they gotten used to it. And on some level, they were lazy because in my exchanges with these people, and these were not coaching clients, these were just random people from the internet. In my exchanges with many of these people, I would lay out solutions and I would give them plans and I would say, okay, you're having this problem, then try this. And okay, you're struggling with this particular issue. Okay, what about this? This works. I know this works because dozens of other people have told me it works. Try this, try that, try this. And again, I'd follow up with them sometimes weeks or months later. They haven't tried anything. They haven't implemented anything. And they're still spinning their wheels in the mud needlessly. They haven't taken any action. They haven't taken any real steps. They're spending all of their time identifying the problem rather than devoting the overwhelming majority of their time to working towards real solutions. So at a certain point, I realized that I couldn't just keep giving my time away endlessly, hours and hours every day, responding to emails and responding to blog comments and giving away all of my time to these people who are not really invested in their own healing. Thankfully, this really improved once I really started formalizing my coaching practice in 2014, once I started taking on clients in a more structured basis. And thankfully today, the overwhelming majority, we're talking 99% of people who actually sign up for a call with me, who actually book my time, are super invested in their own healing, super motivated, super open to learning, and super open to actionable real-world solutions to their problem. And this, I found, is so much more rewarding for me on a personal level because these people are actually making real progress. You know, they're not having calls with me endlessly for months. We have a call or two often or sometimes over a period of months. And then they move on because the issue is behind them because they've actually started to put in the work. They started to implement real solutions and they're seeing the benefits in their lives. And thankfully, I get to see some of these benefits as well. I've met up for beers with some of these people over the years. You know, sometimes they've taken me out as a thank you months or, or even years later. And sometimes we've kept in touch over the years, but they've become more proactive. They're not spinning their wheels in the mud. Retroactive jealousy is a distant memory, not something they have to deal with anymore. So why is that? What separates these people from the people who endlessly spin their wheels in the mud? 
And no, I'm not trying to say that the only way to beat retroactive jealousy is with my help, is with my coaching. That's not my point. My point is one group of people is spending most of their time identifying and implementing solutions. And the other group of people is spending almost all of their time complaining about and identifying their problem in ever more unnecessary detail. So my message to you, if you're struggling with this issue, is try to seek out solutions over mere discussions of the problem. Keep trying to be proactive, even when it's tough, especially when it's tough, even if you feel hopeless, even if you feel like you have no options, because in any moment, there are multiple options available to you. You can find dozens for free on this channel, if you want, on my blog, retroactivejealousy.com. Obviously, I offer a guidebook and online courses as well, but if you don't wanna support my work financially, that's fine. There's all kinds of free stuff that I've offered over the years. Literally hundreds of videos like this, hundreds of blog posts. There are solutions to this problem. Don't listen to anyone on the internet who tells you there's no hope, break up with your partner and that's it, that'll solve your problem. This issue never goes away because I am living proof that you can beat this problem for good. And if you don't believe me, again, you can go to my website and read dozens and dozens of dozens of testimonials from people just like you who managed to put this problem behind them for good. People who always maintain focus on solutions rather than merely the problem itself. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.